0: All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Light Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Hope everybody out there is Hello. doing well. Uh, Jim, breaking news this morning.
1: Breaking you know, news. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right, right.
0: right. That's right. Like you know, as as good as they are at their job, you know, moments after the January sixth event, <laughs> they were able to identify all the suspects who were unmasked and walked into the. The the Capitol building and blah 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 right, all right. Moments after no- September 11th, uh, towers came down. They had the identity of all of the 18 terrorists who attacked it. Found their passports in the uh, just in, 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 in the rubble. Um, <laughs> but the, the Secret Service, the Secret Service at the White House, um, right. has con- ended concluded their investigation into the bag of cocaine found at the White House. Without finding any suspects, there was no fingerprints on it. So they couldn't identify whose cocaine it was. But you know, no I mean – no
1: fingerprints on the powder? What do you – Yeah, th- there's no fingerprints
0: about? on the baggie. Um, what? You know And I just had a hard time accepting this because, you know, um, we have these things that are sprawled throughout all of the White House. They're called cameras.
1: Mul- multiples, multiples, multiples. They're multiple angles of each angle. I mean, what do you mean? Right.
0: They're called yeah, cameras. Sure. They're called <laughs> cameras, and and you know, not one point in this investigation, they say, "Well, you know, it was uh, we reviewed the film footage, and this person was just out of view." Well, if, if they were out of view, then show us them going out of view. <laughs> like, yeah, show yeah, them me. walking by, yeah. going out of view. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess I bet you, I could take the silhouette, and I can probably figure out which character it was in that White House. It was uh, Mr. Plum with the rope in the library. I mean, was, is this what we're, was doing? we're doing with the clue game here? It was Hunter <laughs> in the library with a straw. Come on, let's get this right. But they just happened to be down by the situation room. Again, guys, I did this for the DOD. I'm the one that designed these systems, and I'm gonna tell you right now, you don't leave blank corners. You don't leave you leave multiple angles to catch the coming and going of everybody in every room and around the entire building. It doesn't You don't just like, it's not like your ring doorbell where you got like one at the front door and you got, you know, one in the garage. No, it's, they're everywhere. And all the soffits and all the overheads, they're, anyway, I just, very disingenuous, just lying. Just like January 6th, you know, they said that, uh, you know, that you can get in with a plastic flagpole into the most secure building on earth. Go for it, folks. I mean, come on. Plastic flagpole and a bat. You, you get right into our capital. Come on, China. Take us on. I dare you. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so they don't know who it is. So that's a just a... Da, 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 da. We just missed out. Sorry, guys. We were well, so close.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's necessarily us missing out, but um, it definitely got covered up. And it got covered up real fast. And the only reason that they would cover something up like that... OK, mm-hmm. I want everybody to understand this. This wasn't a construction worker. This wasn't a civilian that walked into the White House for a tour and decided to blow some coke on the Resolute desk. OK, <laughs> this was this was either Joe Biden, Hunter Biden or Kamala Harris or Jake Sullivan, someone within the Biden admin high up. That's right. who this was.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Well, they. that's what they want. Uh, anyway, come on, folks. This is ridiculous. We got to be better than this. Anyway, oh, I don't understand it. We're gonna let this. We're gonna let this slide, aren't we? Are we gonna let this slide? We're gonna let this go. Uh, let just, well, let's... you know.
0: Well, here's the thing: is there's a history of cameras not working. Um, in oh. this world, it, it happens. Right. <laughs> like, like the day Jeffrey Epstein hung himself in his cell, the cameras just decided not to work that day. Uh, the day yeah. that McAfee died in his cell, the cameras decided not to work that day. Um, so, you know, it, it, it happens from time to time. You get these technical glitches to where cameras don't work sometimes, um, especially when, you know, synchronistically. When these massive events happen, like someone killing themselves or someone blowing cocaine in, in the White House, um, it, it, it's absolutely unbelievable. If you're not like like cursing under your breath, then you're, you're not paying attention. Um, yeah. This is the you know I, I have to say this is going this is becoming one of the most corrupt administrations in the history of the United States of America. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we don't know the crimes that LBJ committed, right? We don't know that. We know what Obama did, and and I could list a, a ton of what Obama did, and that was pretty bad. Uh, but but looking at Joe Biden, this is just complete incompetence. This is, and, and I can't believe the Secret Service is like, okay, we'll we'll come out there and say nothing happened, our bad, like. Oops! Someone just left some cocaine here a day after Hunter <laughs> left, and uh, we don't have the video footage. It's classified.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's not working for me. I can't get this. I don't get this, guys. You guys are gonna let your you're gonna let this uh, you can just let this happen. I mean, we're just gonna let it go. I don't get it. Anyway, <laughs> <sighs> that's all right, guys. Well, it's just your country doesn't matter.
0: Well, you know, I'm pretty sure that the camera footage from the White House in in the public areas and even the private areas should be public data and uh, be able to get be able to get from an FOIA request which hopefully, you know, there, there's places out there requesting this information, this video information because I'd definitely love to see it. We we should all yeah. just start sending emails to the Secret Service like, "Hey, Send us, send us the video, send us the video, send us the video, send us the video.
1: Can't we do a FOIA request for it?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, an FOIA request. We could, yeah. we could have a FOIA request go out there.
1: Let's do it. I'm all about that. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and at yeah, the same
0: there's... time that that's going on, yeah,
1: right. you have
0: uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray testifying in front of Congress.
1: <sighs> that was an absolute insult to our country. That was absolutely an insult. Well, you you know
0: know what that that. shows without a reasonable doubt? What's that? Is that there absolutely is a deep state and that they do not care about the Constitution, about the people, about congressional oversight, and that they will do what they want when they want and how they want to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And and speaking of uh, some of the points that uh, that happened yesterday with the discussions with FBI Director Christopher Vare. um a, a few of them hinged upon um, these records requested through Bank of America. So after – on January 5th, the FBI sent a request to Bank of America asking for purchase, record, purchase records. and oh, Bank of man, America handed over tons of information. And Christopher Ray was like, "Oh well, you know, it's it's completely normal for Bank of America to hand over gun purchase records of American citizens, as well as uh, you know, they can any any corporation can send us information." And and the the, the uh, congressman was like, "Well, well, no, hold on, wasn't there a subpoena involved in this?" And Ray's like, "Well, not to my knowledge." He's like, well, "Shouldn't you know that?" And <laughs> like Jeez. there was there was. M- millions of these records and right. they were looking at gun purchase history of these people yep. and the, the fbi specifically requested it yeah and the fbi specifically requested this information and filtered that information what they wanted guys guys <sighs> they they are not working for you they are working against you they are working to take you out they want to know who has the guns you know alex jones Said this yesterday on his show, and funny thing is, is I had the same show that I was going to talk about. Me and Alex must be brothers or something. We think alike. But I've been saying this for a while. I said that they're going to use the guise of a massive cataclysm, another COVID emergency where lockdowns come about. And they are going to one fell swoop go in and start taking people out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Alex Jones kind of hit on this and said, yeah, this will be a grid attack. They're going to attack the grid in the United States or around the world, cyber attack. It's going to go out for three months. People aren't going to be able to communicate. And in the meantime, what they're going to be doing is raiding all these people that they want to take out and remove because nobody will be able to communicate. Wow. But you have to identify all those people first. You have to know who they are. And I think That's they know great. exactly who we are. I mean, j- just last, uh, just two weeks ago in Kalispell, Montana, the oh yeah, the ATF as w- as well as the FBI went or IRS raided a gun store. Now the IRS was the initiator of the warrant, um, and they went in and seized over four thousand records of gun purchases. Now, what does the IRS have anything to do with gun purchase records?
1: not a thing nothing
0: nothing at all so what happened there people is they weaponized the irs to go in there take the gun purchase records which it's illegal for the the government to go in there and take and the fbi now has that data well why is the fbi collecting gun owner purchase data i just i wonder i mean Mm -hmm. the fbi could not be rogue
1: could they well, this is where they got a credibility issue, right? So the problem is is you can if you can say that at all at that moment, their credibility is lost. If any of us can say we hesitate to believe that these guys have been transparent and forthright about their mission, if we can hesitate at all, we that they have failed their job. They should be completely transparent to us and really pushing for the best information to, for us to have every single time not just once in a while not when they we've we've pushed them for an answer but they should be transparent talking about the disciplinary actions of, of agents they've had to discipline they can do that yep. and that would create a lot of trustworthiness for us
0: all right we'll be right back with more dark delight show right to let you read this
1: dark delight on the WYSL stations
0: All right, back with the Dark Delight
1: Show. All right, Jim.
0: Uh, yes, sir. Did you see this video of the FBI agents um, following up on a Twitter post that a woman made about Pfizer? What? No. What so the woman this? said that <clears throat> Pfizer has to go. We have to end Pfizer. Okay. On her Twitter post There's something of that nature. The FBI visited her and was asking her questions of, are you uh, going to be creating a terrorist attack? Are you going to be taking out their building? Um, And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, it was a a Twitter post. Like, well, we take these things really, really seriously. You know, how many times did the FBI take seriously all the threats on Twitter coming against
1: Donald Trump? What about the whole beheading thing with what's her face? Well, she did uh, remember- get
0: investigated by the Secret Service, but nothing ever came of that. But still yeah. I mean, you know, how many people were posting day in and day out about Donald Trump should yeah. this, that, or this and, and the FBI never showed up to the door, but someone speaks out about Pfizer. Oh my goodness, we need to go in there and uh, yeah, we, we need to talk yeah. to that lady. She said she said Pfizer needs to be ended. Oh no. Wow. Well, guess what? Well, Pfizer needs to be ended. Moderna needs to be ended. Yeah. All of these biopharma companies need to be ended. They need to be shut down, and their leadership needs to be arrested.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't. isn't this like a – I don't know. Was it antitrust or something? I mean, I don't know if antitrust is the right label for it, but there is a – there is a considered to be a standard of honesty that is supposed to be between a, a purveyor mm-hmm. of – Goods, services, or whatever to the public, meaning that we don't do false advertising. But what is it that I mean? If I went up and said, "Hey, you can buy this house for a dollar," and you, but it's a you know big bait and switch. Well, I'd be arrested for that, correct? But yet Pfizer has come in and said, "Oh, this will make sure you live forever, except for this this government chemical kills you." I mean, I don't. I, I, why is it just the pro- problem with advertising? The, the claims that said it was going to fix you. What about all these celebrities and, and uh, all these uh, politicians that said, oh, it's going to fix you. You're going to be great. You'll never get sick. Nana's not going to die. I mean, wasn't that – weren't they complicit in the the false advertising as well? It's false advertising, right? Just simply that's a that's a FCC complainer at least. I would well, Jim, say that it would be. It's,
0: it's Pfizer. What? It's oh, – Jim, man. come on. I mean give them some credit here. I mean <laughs> – they put all that money and research and oh no they didn't actually that was, that was the taxpayer well Jim they put all of their people together that oh wait no that that was the the CDC and the government uh
1: huh yeah well what Jim about the WHO
0: well don't, well don't Jim see they they. Became the marketing brand that produced this, that came out and said that this thing will stop the spread, that this thing will cure you, that this thing will Mm -hmm. help you – that will make you not get sick even though it was all false and they knew it. Right. And then people become immunocompromised after – I mean – Dude, come
1: on! Like it doesn't—it doesn't strengthen your immune system. It actually tears it down. That's the—that's the amazing part of this. It's like, no, guys, literally, this just destroys everything you think you're going to have. And that—that's a—that's—that's that's like if I went in to buy a Ford truck and I walk, you know, roll out with a Toyota, I think I'm going to know. You know, I'm going to go back and complain, right? I mean, I didn't buy this this Toyota. I bought a Ford truck. Oh, sorry, sir. We're under government protection. You can't sue us. Ha <laughs> ha. Like what? How do you have how do you have prosecutable immunity? I thought no one has immunity according to our constitution. Doesn't that include uh, pharmaceutical companies that have ties back to World War II and the and the and the German uh, uh, warfare machine? I mean, don't, I don't know, guys. When does he, when do we stop this? I I heard a commercial this morning on the radio that uh, not on WISL but the one local here. and is on the way to coffee. He's like, make sure to get your kids to Hunter Healthcare so you can get your vaccinations for the upcoming school year. I'm like, what kind of goofy crap is that? Like, you're advertising vaccinating kids now? I don't ever remember that as a kid, but now to you get your kids into school, you got to have your vaccinations up to date. That whole thing's turning into a big bear trap. where does it stop? Anyway, I was ranting. Well,
0: in Hunter Healthcare, I mean, that's like the perfect name these days for a healthcare company. <laughs>
1: They'll help you with all your abortion and oh wait, uh, I mean uh, uh, birthing birthing process, health, you know whatever. that they're, is. They're,
0: they're uh, their theme song is Eric Clapton's "Cocaine." She don't cocaine. like, she don't
1: like cocaine. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, no, no, no Jim. You know uh, our country is um, is 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 backwards, and this is a, a very interesting and scary time to be an American citizen because. We are watching literally the transition of this country into a totalitarian dictatorship, and you know the transition is happening faster than we can really react to it, which is kind of scary. But you know, 2024 is coming up, and I know some people are hopeful. We had the vanilla conservatives that actually believe that there's going to be a legitimate election. Uh, We have everybody else who's a realist who understands that most likely the election is not going to happen at all. Um, And and just understand that if the election doesn't happen at all, if some big, massive black swan event happens like Colonel McGregor was talking about last week and General Flynn was talking about last week, um, then there's no more sitting around and waiting. There's no more listening to other people talk about it. it. It is time to do at that point. And what right. I mean by that is it's time to you know to go in there and, and take back our local governments To call those community meetings, get the local politicians in there and say, you work for us and this is what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. it's time to start making those types of moves because it, at the end of the day, it's going to be your local community. It's going to be the politicians, the mayor, the town board, the village board, the city board. It's going to be your local police and sheriffs. That are going to instill within you the rules, laws, and regulations that come down from the top. Mm -hmm. And see, the thing is, is that if those people work for you and truly do work for you, then you won't endure the tyranny that is potentially coming. Mm -hmm. Instead, you'll be be the force that fights back against it. And just imagine that, though. Well, Jim, go ahead, Jim. Go
1: ahead, Jim. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, the government, children and dogs need to be told no often because it makes them better. Right. And so in reality, I I think if we all we don't have to, like, make a thing of it. Right. We don't have to go out and really make a thing. We can just say no. We can just say no. No, we're not paying. We're not paying into your broken tax system. We're not going to play into your court system. We're not going to play into your tyranny. I mean, guys, really, if you quit putting energy into it, it does change. You can move away from it. But the reason that we are all paying attention to Ukraine is because we keep saying Ukraine all the time. The reason that there's a big deal about Ukraine because that's what they want it to hear over and over again. They keep banging the same drum. Well, guys, we can bang our same drum of freedom and pull ourselves away from this just by standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do it. Stop. We're done. And that is possible if we have the guts.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and you know, the next part of this is that if you have that sheriff, who's an elected mm-hmm. official by the way. You have that that mayor and that town board, city board, whatever it is, county board that are in line with your values moral and ethically. Yep. And they stand up against the big government because that's the way our country was made. It's it's several nations and within those nations are several sovereign, independent kind of counties, right? Those, that's what a county is. It's kind of like its own little small nation. Mm-hmm. But if they stood up, let, let's say that New York State, Monroe County goes completely tyrannical and Livingston County goes completely like, whoa, we're about freedom here. Sorry, sorry, not, not right. happening here. And, and then the government is trying to do things. Well, do you think that anybody in – that those people in Livingston County wouldn't stand up for their borders, stand up for their land, stand up for their people? Absolutely they would. Yep. And see what happens is is the more counties that we take back in the sense of control, sheriffs, mayors, these types of things, county commissioners, the less of a chance that they have. Is if the federal government goes tyrannical. Yeah. Oh, well. Have fun. What do you think Texas is going to do in one fell swoop? The day, the day, the Federal Reserve, uh, the Federal Government, federal government goes tyrannical. Texas is going to go. Okay, guys, doors are open for American citizens. Come on over. Military is being deployed, and uh, federal government, you are out of here. And they'll kick out every federal government employee. They'll they'll take over the military bases of their own. Yeah, they'll take over all the military bases.
1: Yeah. I put, and I've worked on a lot of those bases. <laughs> They're pretty amazing, but this is the thing. Um, I think we lost. Did we lose Josh or did they lose me? Josh is um, here. Yeah, we're here. Oh, okay. We're Sorry, here. you just got super quiet, bro. Um, well, yeah. See, see, Texas is a republic, and they also have still have their own currency. So for them to step aside from the federal government or you know stop step out of the federalist model that Lincoln put us into right now, we could actually it could just step out and go, hey, you guys want to join us? Cool. Oklahoma's already said, you guys go, we go. Kansas. We are just riding the fence. God dang, we ride the fence. I mean, we try to be abolitionists so much here in Kansas, we don't even realize it. You know, we don't want to get involved. We don't want anybody to be mad at us. You know, but here we are, a big blue state, because we got a bunch of rhinos here. But yeah, that's, that'd be great. If Texas wanted to do it, I'm all about it. Let's go, boys. Let's go do a thing. Because I'm truly totally tired of the federalist model we live in, where we can't have individual state rights, and we can't have our government limited by the Constitution. I'm all for people that want to stand up and say no.
0: Well, that's right. And, and it starts with saying no. Oh, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this.
1: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
0: <clears throat> all right, back to the Dark Delight Show. Yes, so, sir? Jim, Joe Biden uh-huh. uh, has declared that Russia has already lost. The war. what? really yeah Russia that's cool you know it's news for Russia considering that they're demolishing Ukraine and killed hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians um and you know annihilated all the U.S. weapon depots of weapons being shipped into there but uh, according to Biden Russia has already lost the war
1: he's a trustworthy source so let's go with that yeah yeah (laughs) you are
0: fake news
1: uh, wow, I can't. I mean, that's that's nice. I guess we're good then. All right. Well, then Ukraine's over. So pull down your Ukraine board decorations, folks. Let's uh, let's move on to our next one. What's our next uh, big event we're going to have here? Oh, it's
0: going to be climate change. Climate change, oh, and um, you know, it's time to put up our black swan decorations, Jim.
1: Oh, I yeah. actually uh, played yesterday on my show the uh, the little clip of Joe Biden saying existential. So I looked up the word existential right in the middle of my show. I'm like, you know, what does this word really mean? What is it really? What's existential? So I'm thinking like existential, like it's like this massive thing, right? Like, oh, existential, it's it's something you can't overcome. No, it's just that it's your existence. Existential means you exist. So your existence is threatened by climate change. And I said, well... When it's hot outside and I stay outside all day long and not in the shade and don't provide myself any water or food or or you know be able to, to recover from the heat exhaustion, I can actually die from heat. The same thing with cold. If it's below certain degrees outside, I can actually just freeze to death. I said, yes, climate is a direct threat to the human race, but at the same time, I'm living in a 72-degree house. And I think I'm doing okay. When the fact that I can go into any building in the local area, and they all got air conditioning, they all got heat, they got all this. What is the threat to our existence? Government. Not the th- Yes. Yes. Absolutely. By definition, weather is a threat to our existence. By definition, they, our existential threat, the threat to our existence, is climate yes you're but we've kind of mastered a lot of that with this whole house thing and air conditioning thing and electricity thing so the problem is is that no it is not what's going to kill us by fact yes it can kill us but the what is really killing us is the government or the establishment around this world not the weather existential well, absolutely just, right. just say just say our existence well, if, our existence is a threat don't just say that just say our existence is it th- is threatened Okay, don't say existential. So, so Jim, that Jim,
0: Jim, your existence yeah. is threatened if you live in Death Valley this week. Yeah, one hundred and thirty yeah. degrees. If you,
1: yeah, if you're just hanging out there for about five hours by yourself, without any shade or water, I'm sure you're going to be affected by it. It's sure it's going to affect your livelihood.
0: Phoenix <laughs> and Vegas are, are toppling into the hundreds. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a heat wave out there Which is, is crazy Because people are like it We've happens. never seen it like this before All time record hides. I'm like what are you talking about We, yeah. we see this all the time
1: Every July it gets hot Every Ju- December it gets cold Why are we so amazed by this? Is, this is this how dumb we are That we're like Josh did you say it's hot outside I never expected this Look, look. Jim, this is your first they, day on I Earth. I heard
0: they were cooking eggs on the on the sidewalk down there in Death <laughs> Valley, Jim. Yeah. Did, did you hear oh, that? Yeah. People don't need them their stoves.
1: Yeah, I could freeze water when it's forty below zero by just flinging it into the air and making snow of my own. Yeah, no, no, yeah, really. And you have a parka on for why? Because you might die of hypothermia. I get it. But this is again. This is how dumb they want us to be, think that where we are. Use the word existential, which is just your existence. Your existence is threatened by climate. Duh. Well, you, you, you know,
0: you, you know the other part of this, Jim, that is just right. absolutely like facepalm. Okay. As they look at you know Phoenix and Vegas and Death Valley? Oh my goodness! It's uh, global warming. Global warming. Yeah. Uh, the carbon, the carbon dioxide right. in the atmosphere is causing. Those specific regions
1: to get extremely hot. <laughs> those honest, desert regions.
0: All that that carbon <laughs> exhaust coming out of Death Valley from all those factories and trucks and ships and those cows yeah. out there is just causing that place to heat up. No, no, no. There are none. And and this is this is the joke. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I I go. Ahead. I was on the uh, roof throwing plywood on a brand new home that we were trying to get the plywood off the ground because that was what we had to do. And I was running a framing crew out there in the early 90s, and they shut down the airport in the early 90s. It was 122 or 123 degrees. The airport shut down because there wasn't enough air to move through the jet engines for propulsion. They said it wasn't safe for planes to take off. And I was shooting a roof. I was out there, 122, 123 degree weather, straight in the sun, no shade. I was building shade. And yet... I survived. I lived through it. I was a young man. I got it was yeah. It was a hot day, but I didn't know anything about wow. it.
0: you you were the dude that trailer park girls dreamt about, Jim.
1: Oh yeah, got my farmer tan on. Hey baby, want not be the queen of my double wide trailer? I got a front porch and everything. Goo, go go! Anyway, look at that uh, well, tan. I just offended everybody. <laughs> look at that
0: tan. It only goes to the back of the arms and the neck.
1: That's oh, that uh, is God's specimen right there. I got a
0: T-shirt God's on, right there,
1: <laughs> a t-shirt the, shirt on in the shower. Look at me. I got a T-shirt on the shower. I'm doing great. No, that's, uh, but that, I, hey, you live through it, right? And that, but that's just it. We're so used to this 72-degree weather, this climate-controlled life of ours. No wonder if it's 72 degrees in your house and it's 100 degrees outside, or let's say it's 110 degrees outside in Phoenix, that's a 40-degree swing. You're going to notice it. It's going to feel really hot. But if you're out in it and you vacuumate it to yourself to the weather, it you can really do a lot more than you you realize in surviving in extremes of hot and cold as well. Well, but you we know, don't Jim, that. there's a, a reason
0: why there's a reason why
1: they call it the desert because <laughs> there's no water and it's hot all the time. Well, oh, you know, sorry, it, that's
0: an interesting observation too. Have you ever noticed that? It's like the desert regions are extremely hot, but the surrounding, like, state area that it has vegetation and such is not.
1: Bingo! You know what that
0: would tell me, Jim? <laughs> is that would tell me that vegetation reduces the temperature of the surface. Hmm. Almost like the gases, oxygen and carbon dioxide help right. to not heat it up but in another sense keep it much cooler and stabilize in its climate. And the reason I say this is because go to any desert in the world and guess what you see? Screeching temperatures. But Death Valley yeah. if you just go a little bit west, you're in you're in San Diego, you're in LA and they're not 130 degrees. Why is it different there than it is there? Well, the it's ozone driving. layers are different.
1: Drive an hour, uh, an hour and a half up uh, to the southeast uh, or to the northeast of Phoenix, and you go to Payson, and it's 30 degrees cooler, 40 degrees cooler, and it's only 100 miles from each other. Going well, but from the that's because of the elevation,
0: though. That's yeah. because of elevation, Jim.
1: Oh, oh so elevation <laughs> matters. Oh, oh, okay. Elevation <laughs> yeah, yeah. matters. Well, So the closer to sea level you get, like what? Isn't Death Valley like below sea level or something?
0: Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's at sea level. But th- sea level. this is what I'm trying to say is that. If we do the comparison, deserts are hot. Hmm. And it's most likely due to the lack of the the soil construct, right? The denutrization of the soil, the lack of vegetation, so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's not because there is like this massive conglomeration of carbon dioxide in the desert. Maybe there is because there's a lack of vegetation. I'm just – i don't think so i have never read any studies or reports like that
1: right yeah the, the, i lived in i was born in phoenix i lived there off and on most of my life and well i haven't lived there for 20 years now but um, the the soil is poor there are certain plants that really have to have an alkaline like type of wa- uh, soil that they can survive and that's why cactuses Another type of really small leaf plants do very well there because the soil is built different and it doesn't, you know, doesn't support the big pines of Georgia, right? It doesn't have a the moss and the the Virginia creeper vine and all that stuff. No, they're doing good to keep the cactuses alive out there because the soil itself is just really not that great. I'll uh, tell you, to do v- a Virginia
0: of- creeper. You know yeah. what Virginia creeper sounds like. <laughs> That sounds like something I used to do in the 1990s. It would be some good old Virginia creeper.
1: <laughs> no, that's uh, that's just Joe Biden on the on the uh, on the train on the way home. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway. <laughs> There's probably people out there scratching your head. That's a that's a strain of marijuana um, that you would smoke <laughs> yeah. and like. You just keep on smoking and smoking and smoking you're like, I, I, on you are like I'm not getting I'm not getting off nothing's happening. Then like an hour later you're like why did I do that? Oh my god. I don't god. remember who
1: I am. Am I breathing? Am I breathing? I can't tell if I'm breathing or not. <laughs> so anyway. You're no, Virginia creeper breathing. is a type of vine. <laughs> yeah. No, the Virginia creeper was Joe Biden on the bus or on the bus on the uh, Amtrak going back and forth every day. He drove the rode the train every day for two hours both ways. That's he's such a he's such a dad. Wow, that's awesome.
0: So, I, uh, so Jim, did you hear that Hollywood so, going to California? Uh, Hollywood is yes. uh, has shut down. That the, all the actors oh. are on strike. Yeah.
1: Did they really? I, yeah, I missed them. The, I, I, Hollywood I is
0: on strike. Actors poised to join writers on strike after talks collapse.
1: Oh, well, that's okay. Sorry. Sorry your luck. Moving on.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm not going to miss them. I was talking about this yesterday on the show, and I said, um, you know, I don't really watch TV as it is. I very rarely get into the movie theater because, you know, it's just when my kids want to go see a movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Every show I want to see, Jim, every show I want to see. You ready for this one? Go for it. Every show I want to see's already been made true right every, every show I want to yeah. see that I'm gonna watch already been made I'm nothing new under the sun. I don't plan on taking in any new things. Um, I got the same old series that I'll watch over and over and over and over again
1: what's a what didn't they, aren't they recycling another movie that was out just recently like they're already redoing it. They're trying to try do the virtue signaling, you know, thing. I, I that, that's just it. Hollywood has obviously ran out of things to talk about because they're just regurgitating. I mean, they even went back and redid Maverick exactly like Maverick. It's it's exactly the same movie. The, the second Maverick is. Oh, you're exactly talking the about Wonka.
0: Movie. Wonka.
1: No. Oh, you well Wonka, but no, like no, the the whole Top Gun movie thing, Maverick. You
0: no, know, oh, yeah. that
1: movie, the second one, is identical to the first one. If you really pay attention. The storyline's the same. Oh, this target's different. But, you know, whatever. But all the storyline, all the backstory, it's all the same, and they drag the first story right through the first second story. It wasn't that – I mean, yeah, I like the pilot stuff. I like the, the, all that different things, but I didn't think the story was that great. But anyway, that's my well, observation on –
0: Well, you're the- right. What they do is they recreate – they take old storylines and recreate them. It, it's like the Disney movies. You ever seen that they use the same animation frames – to do oh, other yeah. Disney movies, right? Uh, yeah. In Hollywood, they just regurgitate old stories and make them new. And sometimes they name them the same and say we're, we're remastering it, we're redoing it with new actors. And uh, you know, they completely change Cleopatra from being a white person to a black person, um, or right. or what they do is they. Um, yeah, they 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 create the same story just with different people and different names and different places and hopefully people won't recognize it. Like, you know, my uh my daughter wants to go see the mm-hmm. new Barbie movie.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: All right. We'll be right back <laughs> with Dark Delight show into this.
1: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls welcome, welcome to, to
0: It's a Woke World. <laughs> a Woke World, Jim. I feel so woke. Now, now you gotta have uh, Walter Beasley come out there and. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore.
1: I love that. Have you. I've I, I told you that before. Have you watched that whole movie?
0: Uh, you Network? The whole thing? Yeah.
1: Long time yeah. ago. About a decade that ago. That is I disturbing. People, if you actually take the time to watch the movie Network, um, it does not turn out the way you think it does. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I, I had seen the clip a thousand times, and then I went and actually watched the whole movie, and I was floored by that do, movie. Do
0: you want to know uh, – here are some good shows or movies to watch that will help you explain the world we're heading into. Right. Hunger, Hunger Games. Um, Let me see. We have the Amazon Prime show Peripheral, Um, the Netflix show Altered Carbon. These are the worlds that we're heading into in the sense of dystopian future. The one thing that all of those worlds have in common is that there is an elite that control and rule the world through technology.
1: Well in that movie network they actually have a black lives matter type person on there trying to create uh actually destruction and 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 hurting people in the movie and then as a part of the TV show this person went out and did that they hired this individual to purposely go out and hurt and maim he- Americans and they would film it as part of the show uh so when we think about these elites, things about these you know these uh finger on the scale kind of medias out there Network will show you a lot of what happens on the backs or happened on the backside of of media that you see now, because there is a controlled narrative out there.
0: I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's right,
1: Bingo. Well,
0: Bingo. and and here's the thing: is you remember when CNN was filming their people in the studio saying that they're at Hurricane Andrew or or live in Iraq when the missiles were dropping, but it was just green screened. mm
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's don't don't worry about that. Building the whole seven world's fell by fake, itself. Jim.
0: The whole world's it fake. It's all it's all Hollywood. That's what it is.
1: It can, I mean, the thing is, honestly, that's absolutely more factual than we want it to be. I'm saying right now, guys, that they have been. What what can we say is true? Josh, are you real? Am I real? I mean, the, the problem is, is that you know how do we know? I thought the judge that was friends of mine for three years was my friend. And obviously when he you know he did what he did, he, he's not my friend anymore. <laughs> but that's the shadow government or the establishment that sits right next to you.
0: Well, Jim, he was your friend. He, he wanted to help you. That's why he did what he did.
1: He wanted to get a federal uh, judge appointment so he could get moved up so he didn't have to retire out. Oh, man, selfishness, man. A little bit of power, a little bit of money. They'll sell you out in a second. He was a friend of mine. I thought he was an honorable person, and he wasn't.
0: He was. He the was honorable was, to the people that uh, he was honorable to the people that hired him to do what he did, did. Yeah.
1: Well, and he was looking for that appointment, and then he never got the appointment. See, and that's the other thing, guys, is even though some of these people will do things to destroy your lives and that kind of stuff, they don't even get what they thought they were going to get. They don't get paid out. I mean, that's that's a real part of this is that a lot of these people do this stuff for free. They'll destroy another human being's life only because they thought they might get something, or they thought if they did the right thing, it'll make you know, their their life a little better, move them up in reality. And it doesn't.
0: So, so so Jim, in uh, kind of, I guess, happier news, if we want to go that
1: route. Yeah, let's do that. Is Congressman
0: Tim Bruchette come out and he said that the revelations coming out with the whistleblowers that are coming forth uh, within the UFO community um, are startling. Um, Talking about, uh, there's rumors of ships so big that they cannot be moved from where they're being found. Um, there's rumors of uh, faster-than-light technology. And and by the way, for, for people who are like, oh, this is all nonsense, mm-hmm. like Michael Shermer out there at Skeptics Magazine is like, show me the evidence, this is all garbage. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're a skeptic. You're not supposed to believe either way. You're supposed to kind of weigh the evidence. And weighing the evidence, that what we have, is this is what we know. That people with 20-plus year government careers in military and intelligence who are highly credentialed, highly degreed, PhDs such, who have worked specifically on various different types of black projects. This is legitimatized, okay? They have worked on these types of classified projects. The highest security clearances in our country are coming forward. To the inspector general's office, filing a whistleblower complaint with substantiated evidence, mostly classified, okay? Right. And, And here's the thing, is if they lie on this whistleblower complaint, they go to jail. They get fined. And by the way, their careers are over the moment they do that. And then they're going and testifying in front of Congress talking about faster-than-light technology, how we have this technology for free energy, how we have this technology of these spacecraft that can fly through space at at speeds that we can't even fathom, technology that's well beyond our comprehension. And and there's people out there going, these guys are lying. What? What? Like – like the the modern skeptics, if you go on Twitter, the modern skeptics, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Michael Schirmer. oh, these guys are just lying. They just want publicity. What? what? Come on. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend 23 years in military and government service. You know, two PhDs in theoretical physics. I got the top security clearance. Uh, in our government that pays me, you know, $250,000, $300,000 a year. I get to work and travel all around the country. I, I'm set for life in the sense of my career because I can get hired anywhere uh, with special projects. And I just decide one day, I, you know, I just want to be, you know, 15 minutes of fame. I just want to go out there and tell a story that's completely made up. And I want my 15 minutes of fame and, you know, I want people to to recognize me. That's all, and I'm going to throw it all the so I have to deliver pizzas the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, no, that's worth it. Yeah, I, I'm a toilet flush my entire life. That way, I can just live in shame. That's that'd be great, or just get suicided one day on my way to work, or while I'm walking in a park, or you know, that's that. Yeah, let's do that. I, I don't understand why. Okay, so now that we've weaponized the whistleblower process, what is left? We don't have whistleblowers. We don't have a judicial system that does the right job. We don't. Have, we have bureaucrats that obviously are not in this for Americans. So, yeah, what do we have left? What is it? What is there?
0: Not much. Well, I I have a feeling that the big strife, the big struggle going on right now in this world is one side of the house, the good guys, I would say, want this technology released and utilized for humanity. The other side, they want it released and utilized for for themselves.
1: Well, that's how powerful you are, though, Josh. Think about that. You're so powerful, you freak them out to the point where they're willing to expose even the process and how they try to control you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty powerful. I mean, you got to think about that. You've given you're given into that. That's what they. What else could we do, guys? What else could we do besides stand up? I don't know. That seems to be the easiest one, and it takes all their power away. Do we ever talked about intention, intention on the show? Have we talked about that? Like how intention is a real thing. Like what you put your heart towards, what you put your mind towards, no. and you focus on will become a reality.
0: Maybe we have. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I think there's more to that than we realize. That we don't. We we always think, oh no, we're you know we're fine. We're this. We're that. But when will you sit there and say, oh woe is me? I'm so depressed. I'm so this or that. Careful what you wish for, because your intentions actually really do matter. When you go out there and say these things, it can come back to get you. But if we keep saying, "Oh, we fall under the government's power; we just got to give in," well, that's your version of reality. I'm not going that way. I believe we have the right to stand up, and we are the ones that win in the end. So, so well, Jim, have a lot to do with it.
0: How much longer do we have to wait? Because I got things to do.
1: I'm ready to win (laughs) now. (laughs) I'm right there with you, man. I'm so. Come on, folks. We can do this. We we got this. Just stand up and quit. Well, one thing, I don't know, if you take away their money, you vote with your money, right? If you take away the money, don't you take away their power? I know they have unlimited uh, money, but in reality, I think we have more unlimited money than they do. And I know that sounds weird, but just when you think about how we can go in and with our money, you know, change how the stock market actually you know, uh, actually operates because we can move our money around if we just choose to control it.
0: Mm. Well, well said. And, and, you know, vote with your money, people. That's where it matters. Alright, yeah. that's all we have for the Dark Delight show today. We'll be back yes, with sir. you tomorrow. Much love respect. God bless you guys. Take care. We'll see you then.